Welcome, everyone, to a little delayed but still awesome edition of Save Points, our weekly video game podcast, a part of Suplex's Scores and Save Points. I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, my brother, Nathan. A new home for Tomb Raider? Ooh. Um, hope everyone had a fun May the 4th. Uh, if you Star Wars fans out there, I'm sure... We all celebrated in the ways you guys celebrate. Today, we're talking video games. We're going to be talking a AEW video game as we finally got a little bit of uh, news and some video from this game. We're going to be talking that, plus a bunch of other fun little stories to get to. Um, so this should be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with the biggest news, Ryan. The biggest news story we got. And that is... Uh, uh, Square Enix uh, sold almost all of their North American properties. Hmm. And they sold them to uh, what used to be called uh, they used to be called uh, oh damn it. Oh, what were they called? I can't think of it. That's, that's going to piss me off. Um, THQ Nordic. Oh, THQ. Okay, yeah. Yeah, THQ Nordic is what they used to call. It. Now they're called something else. And uh, yeah, Embracer they Group. Them, Ryan, they sold. Yeah, Embracer Group. Embracer Group is it? Hey, they they got a bunch of studios under their umbrella. And uh, but yeah, they they sold uh, Square Enix Montreal, which made uh, Tomb Raider. Um, they also sold uh, two other ones and a lot of other ones. I, I know the big games like uh, Thief. Remember the Thief game that came yeah. out? Uh, these game, these studios also made the Avengers game, which was not that great. And they also made the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game, which was a decent game. But I guess people were so afraid of playing it because of the, how bad the Avengers game was that it did not sell very well. Uh, these these uh, three branches that they sold apparently were just breaking even for Square Enix. Like, they weren't making any money off of them. Uh, so they sold them for $300 million, which is not a lot of money in terms of today's world. Uh, yeah. The way stuff is selling for billions of dollars. Uh, so, yeah, $300 million, Ryan. Uh, so what do you think? Tomb Raider's got a new home, Ryan. Um are we going to get a new revamped Tomb Raider? Or are they going to make a game in line with what Square Enix did the last time? Or what do you think is going to happen with Tomb Raider and, and some of these other big properties? Ryan? They also, they also uh, own now um, uh, Borderlands also. This, uh, this, this company owns Borderlands. This company owns a lot of other big name video games. So, But they also do make a lot of remakes like a lot of remakes of old games so maybe some of these uh square enix games that we haven't seen in a long time might get remade by this company um but, uh, what do you think ryan two graders new home what do you think will happen i you know what I don't know. There hasn't been a. I'm gonna be honest. There hasn't been a great Tomb Raider game in a while. I mean, the, the, the new ones they made were okay. Um, you didn't like them? They were good, but 
again, so what did you do? Did, all right. I don't really want to see them reboot the franchise again, which is probably what's going to happen because they want to make their own version of Tomb Raider. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, they didn't sell well, as as the report says, that you know all these games they got rid of weren't selling well. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what kind of what we'll get from Tomb Raider and some of these other. Uh, Deus Ex, maybe, and some of these other com- games that they have. Um, um, but it did say it does say that Square Enix did put a report saying they are holding on to some of their um, Western IPs, including Life is Strange, Just Cause, and Outriders. So they did not sell those. They are keeping those. Because um, the Life is Strange games have sold extremely well. Those are very popular. I've put all of them. Um just calls and still making games. They're on their fourth or fifth one. Um, and Outriders was pretty good. So I, I see why they're holding on to those. They were just kind of, this seemed to me more for Square Enix, more of just a budget cut thing of let's just get rid of the shit that we're not making any money off of and focus our efforts on the games that are making us money. Right. Makes sense. Um, again, but yeah. Um, Embracer now owns all those. They, they, you know, I, yeah, they, they, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I don't know how much they're actually what they're gonna do with them, or if they're gonna do anything with them. But I'm sure. That, I'm assuming they'll do something. They wouldn't have bought them if not having, you know. Yeah, uh, Embracer Group says that with these three, with these uh, properties that they bought, these companies, they expect to turn a profit from these companies in five years. So. Apparently they were gonna try to do something that Square Enix couldn't do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Square Enix wasn't making any money off these games, so maybe they can do something and make them different and make some money off of them. Um, so we'll see. It's interesting. Uh, this is very. This is another thing in the in the gaming world where you know the everything just keeps getting sold and it, 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 the revolving door of who owns what companies now. I, I you can't even keep track anymore. Right. Because it's, it's like you, you don't know who owns what anymore. It changes every day. People buy all these companies are buying other companies. It's insane. It's just crazy. It's only a matter of time before Sega sells, I'm just saying. <laughs> Hopefully. Maybe they'll, come out with a new console. maybe they'll come out with a new console. Maybe, the, maybe Sega's Brian, like, we're going to come back. Don't, Sonic, made, don't, don't. Sonic made Buku don't. money. We're gonna get back into it. Don't don't feed all these fanboys uh, wet drinks. <laughs> they've been they've been waiting for that for twenty two years. Uh, all right, let's see here. We got uh, you. I know you're dying to talk about this, so let's go ahead and do it. Uh, the AEW uh, video game. Uh, they showed some video, Ryan. They gave us a little, little some, some some details. It's gonna be on PC now. Yeah, it was announced it'll be PC. Um, so you've got some news we'll get to on the behind-the-scenes stuff after we talk about. Um, so the video was released. It looks better than it did the first videos they released. Um, it, it's not as blocky, and it's not as, like, the, the bodies look better. Um, the first couple videos they released did not look great. Uh, so it looks better. The only issue I have with it is there's this little stutter that happens every time they do a move. That it'll freeze for a second and it'll like stutter. And 
it looks like it got better between because it looked like the Chris Statlander video was like old build and then they but man I they better fix that because that I couldn't handle that. That'd be so annoying. I couldn't I couldn't I'm do sure. It. I'm sure they will. I'm sure this is still early build, even though supposedly we've I've heard rumors it's coming out in the fall, September, October, but that's not been confirmed yet. Um but yeah, they uh, need to, I feel like I feel like this is gonna be maybe next year. Uh, it says expected release date of this year. So, um, well, I got some details on this because not not on the date, but so it has been reported, Ryan, that backstage Kenny Omega, you know, he's he's trying to help with this. Now that he's injured, he's probably had a lot more time to help with this uh, this game. He's trying to get it, and he's apparently frustrated with the developers, Ryan. I guess they're having a hard time coming to terms on what they like. Apparently he has an idea what this game should be. They have an idea what it should be. And, you know, got that little back and forth going on there. So apparently there's some disagreements backstage on this game. Uh, also, Ryan, this game is way over budget. Yeah. And that is uh, a big problem. Yeah. So if this game's having, like you said, some technical difficulties already, I got a feeling they're going to have to get some additional funding for this game to make it the mm. way it should be. And is that going to be able to, is that going to happen? Is that a possibility? We do not know. Uh, 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 if this game gets too far over budget, will, uh, will AEW scrap it? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, so being over budget, we're going to talk a little, you know, we're going to bridge the gap here between wrestling and video games because you know, they're already not re-signing people who have been there since the beginning, mostly probably due to being not having the budget. Because they signed... What happened was, at the beginning of it, they signed everybody to these really big deals. And now they've signed everybody else who's come in late with really big deals, and they've realized we can't pay all these people all this money. So then you put into account that they have spent millions, like a whole bunch of money on this game. Probably shouldn't have this early on, I'm going to be honest. As from a financial standpoint, you probably shouldn't have invested millions and millions and millions of dollars into a video game to the company. But now they're way over budget, and that I, I don't know, man. That that's the kind of these little things like this is what ends up, you know, hurting these wrestling companies and these businesses. It's the little things being over budget here, being over budget there. Eventually, all that money adds up, and they're not. I mean, they basically said they haven't turned a profit yet because of this video game so what happens if this video game flops and it doesn't sell well they just put all this money into it all this time and it doesn't sell well i don't know <laughs> um yeah so apparently kenny omega is frustrated with nukes nukes is supposedly some person claimed that it seemed like nukes was trying to take advantage of omega because he doesn't really know what he's doing because um, he's a wrestler, he's not a. I mean, I'm a fan of video games too, but I couldn't get in a position to try to tell you know to try to make a video game. Right. And so, I don't know. And it, it, there are talks that maybe this is going to be just a one and done deal, and they're they're going to do this one game and they won't do another one. Um, and then you and then AEW maybe try to find another partner for a second game, but then it comes down to do who owns the engine that this game is built on. If that's a Ukes property, if Ukes owned it and they built it and they made it, 
then AEW would either have to restart again with another company or buy that off of them, which is even more money that they probably don't want to spend. Um, so again, we haven't seen much. We saw like a two minute clip is all we've seen of this game. Um, it's got very, it's, it's, it's a lot like 2K22, you know, where they didn't show a whole lot till a month before release. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping this game. I think well. some of, uh, yeah, I think some of uh, Kenny Omega's frustrations also because of the budget cuts. I think a lot of stuff has been taken out of this game that he wanted in, like a lot of, probably a lot of game modes, a lot of, a lot of characters. Like, like you said, did you mention that there's only 50? No, um, so far. So there's gonna be 50 at launch. Um, they said that they are gonna try to do a DLCs. Um, due to the game, they're not gonna do a yearly. They basically said there's not gonna be a yearly release game. They're gonna do this one, and then they might do another one like two years from now, if the company still right. exists. Um, but it's also being reported that Ukes isn't wanting to do a full-fledged GLC plan without a long-term agreement. So, again, AEW is kind of like waiting to see how the game does before they commit to Ukes. And Ukes is like, we want your commitment now before we go any further and make plans for DLC. This could blow up in AEW's face, honestly. It, mm-hmm. If they can't come to an agreement on this game on a, and then Ukes pulls, the game will come out and then that'll be it. There will be no more DLC. There will be no ad additions, nothing. Game will just be there, and then it's not going to be a very good. It'll be a fifty wrestler game with no, probably not a very deep game mode or anything, and that's not going to be a good first impression for a lot of people. It is their first game, though. You got to give them. Again, this game I think is overhyped by people. I think fans really expect like, a dynamic, great game out of the gate, and it's not going to be that. It's their first game. I'm. You got to give them some time to get it right, and I am going into this game optimistic. Um, I will definitely play it and pick it up because I'm a wrestling fan and a wrestling games fan. And if it's different enough than 2K22, then I'll play it more because if it's funner, arcadey, over the top, like if it's like Here Comes the Pain, which is, and No Mercy, which are the games they compare it to a lot, then that'll be fine with me. It'll be a different game to play and it'll be, you know. Um, but again, if they can't come to an agreement with Nukes, I have no idea what's going to happen here. It, 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 you know, I, it may be a one time game and then. They may never make another video game ever again. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Like you said, it's early. We got to see why we don't know how early it is. I mean, you got to think, Brian, if you said September, October, it's already May. Yeah, I know. That's only like three months. Yeah, I, I really do. I think like this four or five months. So. I see it getting, yeah, they said they're expected to fall. I honestly see this thing getting pushed back to at least January, February. I can't see them rushing this. But then you got to look at it. If they do that, if the game, if WWE Games puts 2K23 out the same time they put 2K23, then they're going to be competing with 2K. Kind of. It's a different audience, though. It's a different audience, but it's still a wrestling game. They'd be coming out at the same time. It's kind of like the 2K Madden back in the day. I don't know, man. I don't know this game. It is going to be on PC, so that's that's a plus. You know, people. But again, I... Until we hear way more about this, I don't know, man. This game could be a flop. And not because it's not going to be a good game. Just in the fact that if they can't get Ukes to sign on, or if they don't want to re-sign with Ukes, or Ukes doesn't want to re-sign with them, then this game's going to flop because they're going to... They don't, you know? 
It's going to be yeah. interesting to see what uh, happens here. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to something else here, Ryan. Uh, I saw this on uh, on another YouTube uh, uh, channel. Uh, you remember the Sega Dreamcast, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, the memory cards are called DMUs, and they were memory cards, but they also had buttons on them, and they also had had little screens on them, uh, and depending on what game you're playing, some little stuff would happen on the screen. The most intuitive game was the NFL 2K games because you could uh, you could call your plays on the DMU, so that way the player next to you did not see what was going on on the screen. You could call your plays on the little screen up on your controller, which is really cool. Uh, my company, Ryan, they're being kickstarted right now, so this ain't coming out. Who knows if it ever comes out? They're trying to make a new VMU. Ryan. Why would you do this? I do not know. But uh, it's going to be a VMU for your Sega Dreamcast that has a slot for a micro SD card so that way you can store more save files, more games, all that stuff. And, <laughs> and you can do a lot of other stuff with it too. But I'm like, why the hell? It's called the VM2. Uh, why would you... Oh, people got too much money apparently to come up with something. Like, why would you come up with something for a system that came out in 1998? Uh, how many of these things are they expecting to sell? Yeah, I mean, well, how, well, many people, how many people out there are like, you know what? Say, <laughs> I wish I had another BMU. You know, I, I just wish I could I have a new one. <laughs> well, not only that, but it's like, how many people even have a Sega Dreamcast? I mean, Right, I mean, this, this, some of these things you see, like these these GoFundmes and all this stuff. Some of them are just like, what the hell? Like, I, <laughs> some of them make no sense. I, I never heard. I, I some of them were like, why? What's the market here? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand what the market is. But I mean, hey, if they if they can sell them, go. I guess go for it. I don't know. I'm sure there's a market somewhere, but I, I just don't know what market that is. <laughs> Ryan, will this be this is the big question? Will this BMU make you go out and buy a Sega Dreamcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got, Ryan? What else is in the news here? Um, we got some cool news. Um, you know, the cancellation of E3 this year was a very uh, you know, everything yeah, kind of sucked. But Jeff Keighley, <laughs> Jeff Keighley, who was, you know, the man of the games universe. Made, saved it. Said, hey, Thursday, June 9th, we're going to be having the Summer Games Fest. Well, it got even bigger, Nathan, because Summer Games Fest will be live in IMAX theaters. So you can watch all these brand new big time trailers that are going to be coming out in IMAX. Uh, June 9th, uh, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. So you got nothing going on on a Thursday afternoon, go to an IMAX and watch the Summer Game Fest on June 9th. Um, yeah. Also in December, the Game Awards, which is Kiwi's other big thing, will also be in IMAX as well. So there you go. That'd be cool. So I suppose we'll see how many we'll people see. actually go out to do that. June 9th, we'll you know we'll 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 figure out what happened on June 9th, and then uh, the next week on the podcast we'll be covering all the uh, if any really big stuff. I'm not expecting too much huge stuff to be shown. 
but you never know. They're they're no, hyping it up. No, because I be think good. a lot of well, I think a lot of the big companies, you know, the the big three, are probably going to have their own thing going on. So I don't think you're going to see much out of them. There could be some third party stuff though. Some uh, minor company. There could be some. Uh, there could be some VR stuff. There could be some a lot of big PC stuff come out there. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, you know, it's just news, you know, I guess if you want to, if you want to <laughs> watch it in theaters, I don't know why you'd want to, but, um, but yeah, that's um, kinda, that's weird. we have a game. I don't know if you remember this game. It was a PlayStation four exclusive game uh, until dawn. Do you remember that game? Nathan? Yes. Okay. So the makers of that game are making another game called the quarry. Um, it's coming out June 10th. Um, an interview, IGN did an interview with the director, and he said this game has 186 different endings. Good Lord. So you could play this game a million times. So, you know, um, basically, it's, it's a game where you, you have different outcomes um, depending on what you do in the game. I will probably check it out. Um, the Quarry, or Until Dawn was a, like exclusive, but the Quarry is actually going to be out on Xbox 2. So and and in PC, so I'll actually probably pick this game up and play it. Um, because you know I, I always saw videos of Until Dawn, and I got a chance to play it because I don't have a PS4. Um, but with that many different options, like this game is very you know probably worth paying for because you get to you can play it and over and over and over again. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, so it's basically it's a horror game where a bunch of people. Um. Basically, just this uh, same game. It's just a re a sequel to Until Dawn. It basically essentially same kind of game but yeah 186 endings that's seems crazy <laughs> um so you never Sounds know a little, well, let's just let's let's hope that it's true because i remember another game hyping up a lot of different endings and a lot of a lot of different stuff that you could do in it and uh that was a uh, cyberpunk 2077 uh, we saw how that turned out well just saying very true. <laughs> um, Nathan, do you want to hear who got into the World of Video Game Hall of Fame this year? Yes, this is always entertaining. So four games made it this year into the Hall of Fame. Um, Out of the millions all... and millions of games. Yeah, so there, these were the ones the that way. didn't make it in, Nathan. Um, okay. Assassin's Creed, Candy Crush, Minesweeper. NBA Jam, Parappa the Rappa, Resident Evil, Rogue, and Words with Friends. So those did not make it in. But these are the four that were selected. No. I don't know how the voting happens. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know <laughs> how this works. Um, but here are the four. We got Dance, Dance, Revolution. Meh. I guess it makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. Sid Meier's The Original Civilization. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time which is probably the best Legend of Zelda game, and Miss Pac-Man. So there you go. Interesting. Class of 2022, congratulations to the games, I guess. I don't know. The makers of the games, I don't know if they get anything for this. I don't know. I, this, this news stories always pop up every year, and I just don't understand. Oh, anyone can nominate a game for the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Final selections are made on the advice of journalists, scholars, and others with knowledge of the history of video games and their role in society. Uh, I'm going to go. Let's, let's, I'm just going to send in a nomination. 
<laughs> I'm gonna send in a nomination for a game. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, come on, how can how can some of these games not get in? You know, it's like especially like Minesweeper. I mean, that's a classic <laughs> game that everybody had on their computer. No one knew how to how play it, that but not, everyone knew you know, it. <laughs> Yeah, how's that on the Hall of Fame games? But anyway, it was, it was it's whatever. <laughs> it's 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 pretty damn silly. Honestly, <laughs> this, this Hall of Fame is kind of dumb. Honestly, I don't, I don't know every, why there's like a Hall of Fame for video games. Every Hall of Fame is kind of silly. <laughs> I mean, anything for a non-like legitimate like sport. I do think I do think we need what what we need is not a Hall of Fame. What we need is is a museum. There is one. Hell, put it in Washington. Put it in our nation's capital. We got all those other museums. Why not this one? A museum for the history of video games. There is. And the, Nas- um, the, the National Video Game Museum is in Frisco, Texas. Oh, okay. Well, there I don't know if it's like how big it is, but it does look like it has the history of video games. Want to take a trip to Frisco, uh, Nathan? Sounds like it's missing a part of its name. <laughs> like San Frisco or... or <laughs> oh. All right, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't think I'm going to Frisco anymore. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, what else we got going on? Uh, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. That was that was a fun one. Um, Xbox has an upcoming summer showcase. Yeah, see, that's um, what I mean. We're gonna have we're gonna have a summer showcase for all three, uh, the big three. So don't expect any of that um, to be a game summer games fest. So the other ones here, you know, the 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 PlayStation and the Nintendo ones usually don't go that long, right? You know, thirty minutes, twenty minutes, you know. Uh, sometimes they're an hour, but not quite. Um, the rumor is that the Xbox Summer Showcase is going to go 90 minutes. All right. Um, so we'll see that if that's going to go 90 minutes, they're going to, they're probably going to review a lot of stuff then. All right. Well, to be fair, to be fair, it's not just Microsoft. It's Bethesda also. Yeah, it's Bethesda and and Xbox, so. And I guarantee Starfield is probably going to be about 40 minutes of that presentation. So, you know, take that for what it is. I think, well, I think we'll see some, hopefully we'll see some Fable shit. Like all we've ever had was the, the little title screen Fable. Yeah, maybe we'll get it. up more and more Fable. Um, as far as Bethesda, you know, Elder Scrolls, potentially. Um so we, we yeah we could have some pretty cool stuff um, upcoming and obviously they'll probably show more Game Pass games um, that are coming day one and maybe some indie games and stuff like that. So um, again, that right. is Mar- June uh, June twelfth. So, June twelfth. So that's a Sunday. So look at that. We'll be able to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, not that far away, honestly. No, but I'm up um, away. Yeah. Let's see uh, what else we got. Um, did we got, did we talk about the the Xbox games for gold last week? I don't know if it. I don't think it got released, did it? I don't think I. I don't yeah, think yeah. it was, it was yeah. released yet. So let me see. Games with gold May of twenty twenty two. All right, so the Xbox games with gold yeah, is right here. Okay, go ahead. 
do do at this time? Well, I got, I got, I got three of them. I don't know if this is all of them. I've got uh, four. So, okay. Well, we got Call of the Sea, whatever the hell that is. I have not oh, had. I did not have the same oh, list as you do. <laughs> oh, these are. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Go with your list. These are these are games that you can play for free for a little while. Okay. Um. So for the games with gold for May 2020, we've got Yoku's Island Express available all month long. Um, it's a pinball yeah, game. Okay. Yeah, pinball game. Um, the Inner World, The Last Wind Monk will be available from May 16th through June 15th. I don't know what the hell that is. A point and click adventure. Oh. Um, Hydro Thunder Hurricane is available now through May 15th. It was, I will get Live, it was an Xbox Live arcade boat racing game. I will get Hydro Thunder, by God. And then uh, Viva Pinata Party Animals, a Mario Party-style game in the world of Viva Pinata. That is available May 16th through May 31st. So some bangers there is what we're saying. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's a word for it. Uh, <laughs> Those are... Those are going to be all day one downloads for Ryan. Is what that is. <laughs> sure. Oh man. Yeah. That's the, uh, I probably will not pick up a single one of those. Honestly. Um. I. I doesn't sound, <laughs> so those those I'm fine to do. Um. I can go through some releases while we, uh, coming up here because since we're into May now and we got a. You know, some some new games coming here. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. I think I got something. <laughs> okay, so Sony has announced the final games uh, to join PlayStation Now before it merges with PlayStation Plus. You ready for the final ones? Oh, boy. Soul Calibur 6, mm. uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. That's mm. a long-ass name. And Blasphemous. Hmm. What is that game? I've never heard of that one. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's what you're getting before it merges into... Uh, into this new thing. I I'm ready for this, honestly. I got the PS5 ready. I'm 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 you know what I'm probably gonna do is go out and buy an external hard drive and hook it into my uh <laughs> hook it into my PlayStation so that way I can download fucking seven hundred games onto my PS5. All right. Hit me with uh, those releases. Um, okay, so we're going to start with today, which is May 5th, and we're going to go till May 10th. So 5th to the 10th. So not very many, so it won't take that long. Um, we've got coming out today, Warhammer 4000 Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. Um, that's out for PC. Trek to Yomi, that's a big game that's coming out to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Um on and Xbox One and Xbox Series X, all coming out on May 5th today. So get that game. What is it called? Trek to Yomi. 
And that's a big game? People are talking about it, yeah. I have no idea what that is. It's black and white side-scrolling game. Okay, fuck that. Yeah, yeah it's not for everybody, but people are talking about it. Citizen Sleeper for the Xbox Series X and PC. And Are you a homeless uh, person sleeping on the street? And Switch and Xbox One. Citizen Sleeper. Um, pretty much, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're an escape uh, worker. So, yeah, you pretty much. <laughs> all right. Uh, Rift Tracks, the game for Switch, PC, PS4, Xbox One. I don't know what that is at all. Ah, that sounds It's a multiplayer party game where players compete to make bad movies funny. Sounds like what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, maybe we should play that. <laughs> maybe we should pick it up. Sounds like something we'd do. Um, best month ever! Exclamation part is out for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. I have no idea. What it is. I... <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, May 6th, we got Elemental War 2 for the Xbox Series X, Xbox One, uh, and PC. Songs of Conquest, mm-hmm. early access for PC on May 10th. Uh, and then also May 10th, the war, this war of mine, Final Cut, is out for Xbox Series X and PS5. Uh, Euden Chronicle Rising is out for PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Salt and Sacrifice for the PS5, PS4, and PC. We were here forever for the PC, and Prinny presents NIU Classics Volume 2 for the Switch. NIS Classics. Uh-huh. Not a great list here, Nathan. Um, no, no, not mo- no, no big bangers no. coming out. Uh, Rift Tracks. This, this you know, we'll pick up Rift Tracks maybe. And then... uh, you can. Um, uh, yeah, nothing big this week. They should week. make a they should make a game like Beavis and Butthead where you make fun of music videos. I mean, music videos aren't really a thing anymore. But <laughs> um, Evil Dead is out next week. So, Yeah, that, that, that's got some single player to it. So I might play that one because the Predator game and, you know, the, the Friday 13th game. Yeah. I'm not a big multiplayer game person, so I had I didn't really dive into those games that much. So. Yeah, me neither. Um, but but yeah, this game's supposedly has a single player mode, so I might give it a whirl. Yeah, it'd be it'd probably be fun. If it's anything like the movies, it'll be you know it'll be, it'll be fun and crazy. So um apparently there's a new mafia prequel in development. Um, I was a huge fan of the Mafia series. I'm still actually have still to beat the latest one. So I still have to beat Mafia four or three. Um, but apparently they're making a prequel to the original trilogy. So there you go. Huh. Well, that'd be interesting. I'll probably play it. Fight all the other ones, might as well play that one too. <laughs> sure. Um and uh yeah, I don't really have much else. Uh no, nah, kind of a slow news week. Um, yeah, and we didn't really have a major topic get, other than AEW. So, yeah, but as we uh, get closer to uh, closer to the summertime here, it's going to pick up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Next week on next 
next week I'll try to have a topic for us. Yeah, we'll try to come up with a topic about. for next week um, to talk about. Uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode of Save Points. If you missed our super, uh, if you missed our scores episode, I kind of went on a little rant uh, there in that one. Uh, <laughs> um, but we also talked about NASCAR, UFC, NBA, NHL, MLS, um, USFL, every, a little bit of everything there. Um, so go check out that available wherever you get your podcast where you listen to this. It's the last episode next week or next podcast will be suplexes big. Well, not really big, but our WrestleMania backlash predictions on that show. Um, plus talking about this week in wrestling, which has been very interesting so far. <laughs> so um, all that coming up, check out SSSpod.com for daily blogs, including for Nate's sake, um, quick takes on all professional wrestling doing uh, Ross, NXT, Rampage, Dynamite, and SmackDown. So go check that out. I'm still working on one, and uh, I'm not sure about what Jeff's doing. So <laughs> check all that out, sspod.com. Follow all the social media at ENT to keep up with what we're doing. And uh, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. For Nathan, I am Ryan, reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.